On today's episode of the Legacy Podcast, I speak at the Convo Q, something to talk about workshop on the topic of how to create contagious content. I hope you enjoy. Mars. It's the Mars bars. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's the, it's the candy. And 
I think it was like 1974 probably. They were doing the same market efforts, but they were trying to figure out why their sales suddenly increased. And the reason their sales suddenly increased is because NASA was launching a mission to Mars. And every time someone went into the computer and typed in Mars, they ended up getting that. They also ended up getting some of the advertisement from Mars Bars. So that helped them really increase what they were doing. The next letter in this next thing is emotions. And emotions are so important. I utilize it a lot, especially in content marketing, right? So for example, say you want this customer in your business and in their business, right? And they received a lot of value from it. But when they received the value, you were able to capture that on video. Like how she's recording right now, right? You were able to capture the process. So now, you caught that emotional exchange of them saying, Oh, wow, you, you, you really changed my life. These nails really got me all these compliments and raised my confidence. You brought value to them, right? But the fact that you captured it, you can now redistribute that same content and it taps into people emotionally. One thing about life is that people, before they think logically, they think emotionally. So a good example of this would be Apple. They had one of their most famous arts to think different art. And, in, and within that art, literally the whole art, they never showed one computer. All they showed was people who thought different. Like, uh, like Albert Einstein, Martin Luther King, various people who actually caused change and effect within the world. They showed a commercial full of them, and at the end of the commercial, the Apple logo came up and the word think different came up. And they were really sharing their brand with you, which is the whole philosophy of thinking different and people who tap into that. But a lot of people ended up actually purchasing a lot of computers or a lot of their products after that because they tap into them emotionally. So usually as humans, we think of stuff emotionally before we think of stuff logically. So if someone wanted to sell me, I don't have my laptop right now, but if someone wanted to sell me that my laptop right, they wouldn't be like, oh, it has this much terabytes of storage, blah, blah, blah. They would probably try to tap into me and tell me the things I could do with it and the value I could extract from it because that's emotional and I could feel that. So I'm at the next peak. And the next piece is public. So that's pretty much anything you anything you want to do that brings some type of value to people where they see it in the public eye and they feel good about it too. It's kind of, it kind of connects with social currency too. So public, this usually helps a lot if you're the first person to do something you need. So for example, the Christian, Christian Louboutin, right? They were some of the first people to create the red bottom shoes. And now, every time you see the red bottom shoes, even if it's fake, it makes you think about Christian Louboutin because they were originators in that same style. So that's some public value right there. The next piece is what I talked about when I talked about influence, practical value. So for example, right, if, let me think, if I'm a marketer, right, and I'm pushing out content, I want to push it out to people who, have some, who get some kind of value from that. Or for example, right, if I was to do a video on entrepreneurship, and I would go and target my art, I would want to send it to people who have some type of interest in entrepreneurship, or would get some type of value from the content. So, if I'm pushing out a lot of content about nails, and I have a certain amount of money to spend, like Kaleem was saying, being financially intelligent, I would utilize the money wisely by targeting it to people who have some type of interest in nails. So, for example, right, I could go on my phone right now, I could go on Instagram, I could spend $2 over the course of three days, right, $6 in total for the budget, and I would be able to generate 1,000, at least 2,000 people seeing that ad if I target it the right way. So, I could target it to Freeport, I could target it to 8 Models because those locations are available. Do the age ranges, say female, and I can be able to say special age, I can be able to point out certain interests that they have. So I can point out beauty, nails, all these different things, and I can target specifically to them. So that means what I'm offering that has practical value, those people are seeing it, and I'm able to convert more of them in a more efficient manner. So that's S D E P P and we have one more S, and the next S is stories. And one example in the book uh, the pages that we talked about this is 
Okay, there was this story where these people went into the civilization, right? And they were trying to figure out how to, how to attack the civilization. They had a lot more people than them. So what they did is, they took a Trojan horse inside there, and it was like a statue. But inside, inside that statue actually had their army within it. So they put it in there. These people let God were down because they weren't expecting anything to be within the horse. They were just really fascinated with the statue. They took that statue, they put it in there, and then the people in the city went asleep. When they went asleep, the army broke outside of the horse and destroyed all of them. And that's how a story works. So someone might come to you, right? And if they were just like, if they were just like, let me tell you this, right off the bat, you might be like, no, like you, you do aggressive. But if you come to them with a story about how this same thing helps someone, blah, 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 their God is down. They ain't really feeling like you're trying to sell them so much. So stories are very powerful and a very powerful marketing tactic. And just a practical thing for you, and I was testimony of these various things of how what you did really affected these people. Those emotional stuff, tie those into a story and you'll win. So that's pretty much my old my old thing on uh, contagious content and how to really get reach along with your influence. But just one more thing I want to tap onto is the whole concept of a brand. And people kind of overcomplicate it. A brand is just another word for reputation. So your brand should be something that precedes you. For example, when you think of, like I said, Apple, you think of certain things, when you think of Nike, you think of certain things, and those are products for all companies, right? But all of you are a brand. You have your own personal brand. When someone thinks of Qtel, they think of something, and it's because Qtel has positioned itself as this certain thing. So for example, when I think of Qtel, I think of motivational speaker, I think of nails, I think of various things, because in the physical world and the digital world, she's putting out things to make me think and position her as that thing. And that's one powerful thing you can never forget in marketing. It's positioning. And positioning really is the bottle for your brain. People do it all the time. And a good example of positioning was, okay, so Coca-Cola, which Katie you talked about, they were one of the first people to position themselves as the original Coca-Cola beverage. And that's their position. No one's really touching that. So what Pepsi did is, instead of trying to do a next Coca-Cola, they created Mountain Dew. And what Mountain Dew was, was like the anti-cola. It was like the opposite of Coca-Cola. So people already have Coca-Cola position as number one. Instead of going to Coca-Cola, they went to the opposite of Coca-Cola, which was Mountain Dew. I guess a better example of this would be what Procter & Gamble does with a bunch of their products. They own so many things. And what Procter & Gamble did, right? They had Ivory Soap. Ivory Soap was number one in the soap category. It was already positioned as soap. But they were innovating and they wanted to get into the detergent market. Instead of saying that's making ivory detergent and taking attention away from ivory already being positioned in, in people's minds as soap, they said let's make Tide. So they made Tide and they dominated both their markets because Tide is positioned as a detergent only and ivory soap is positioned as a soap. So when I go in the store and I think about, oh, what soap I want? And I give me some ivory. But when I take a detergent, I take it a Tide. So it's things like that people don't even think of. It's the positioning. And you have to do stuff in your life to position yourself as a certain standard, a certain quality, even your price is a part of your whole brand. Like if you're the highest price thing, people would probably associate your price with quality, although it may, may not be. But you gotta think of all of these factors in how you position yourself. And I don't wanna take up all the time, so that's pretty much what I have. And I would just say, focus on your brand. Every day there's some way you can build it. You can build it through networking events like this, but you can also build it in a digital world by putting out certain content. A lot of times what I notice in life is, right, we have a lot of value within ourselves, 
but then we underestimate our own volume, which is kind of ridiculous to me. So you know a lot of stuff just from your own experiences that you might just be like, oh, I do this every day, you know I'm gonna find no value in that. But I'm telling you, some of these things, people find value in them. And you won't know people find value in them until you actually take time and put it up. So that's a big part that you gotta do in life. You gotta do in life. Thank you. Wow.